guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, weight loss coach, and just a person who helps other people to learn how to eat again, to feel, look, and do absolutely amazing. Guys, today we are talking about one of my clients in Switzerland. Um, I lived in Switzerland for six months and I met a lot of great people and also found um, a few people who needed my help with their nutrition. And so Anna was one of those people. She works for Swiss Airlines and she travels a lot. Uh, She's also really fit and really active. There was one problem that Anna had when she decided to work with me. And the problem was bloated stomach. She's like, you know, I'm kind of okay all over the place and I do a lot of exercise and uh, I eat uh, pretty well. You know, I eat a lot of vegetables and stuff, but I have this problem. Like my stomach is always bloated, like I'm a bit of pregnant. And she's like, why is that? And a lot of my clients who come to me these days, especially female clients, I'm not sure exactly why that is. Maybe it has to do, well, it has to do with gut microbiome, but I'm not sure how exactly it all connected, you know, to gut health, hormones, and being a female, and maybe different kinds of stress that females experience. But a lot of my female clients, they have the same problem. They're like, you know, I'm okay all over the place, but my belly, my stomach, you know, some people also deposit more uh, fat because of lifestyle and dietary choices in the belly area, um, visceral fat, fat around internal organs. But then there is this bloating, you know, it's not like it's all fat, it's just your stomach is bloated. And so the problem, bloated stomach, why it happens? More often than not, it happens because of this condition called dysbiosis. And in simple terms, it's basically imbalance in your gut microbiome or in the population of gut microbes and all other organisms in your gut. So there is imbalance, like there's supposed to be some sort of balance, like some bacteria um, are supposed to be in certain numbers and other bacteria in other numbers. And dysbiosis happens and that balance, it gets disturbed. And so now you have uh, more of some bacteria, but less of other bacteria that you need. Uh, In each case, it's individual and we still have a very um, poor diagnostic tools to figure out what's happening in each individual case. We just know that that what it usually means when you have bloated stomach uh, and, again, not so much fat uh, in that area, it usually means that you do have problem with balance of gut uh, microbiome. And why it happens more often than not is because we introduce all these foods and novel ingredients uh, and uh, all these, you know, snacks and products and also antibiotics and medications that we take so freely without really thinking it's going to affect our gut health because why would it, right? Our doctor didn't tell us about that, but that's because most of the doctors specialize in one area. And so if somebody prescribes you antibiotics because of your, I don't know, skin condition, um, they would not have any idea of what it's going to do to your gut. And that's the problem. You know, people 
pop pills like it's candy and that's very scary so but that's one of the reasons why a lot of people start having uh, dysbiosis then another as i mentioned it's all these different ingredients in um that were never present in our food supply, that are not natural, that are preservatives, colorings, uh, food, uh, all sorts of food additives and flavorings. And you add a lot of, you know, portion of that, and then on top of that, add the um, antibiotics that are in animals uh, that are used to prevent diseases or to treat diseases. And then on top of that, you get your own medications. And on top of that, you get stressors of your daily life. And then uh, very often, like in Anna's case, in Anna's case uh, it wasn't the case, but... <clears throat> With a lot of women I work with, uh, women just don't eat the food that good bacteria needs, like a lot, a lot of vegetables, uh, beans and lentils, uh, you know, and fruit and food rich in probiotics uh, to help you to maintain certain balance of certain bacteria. Uh, but then, uh, you know, there is also excess sugar that feeds other kinds of bacteria that are not that beneficial for human health and that start, you know, fermenting stuff. And that also contributes to bloating. Again, in each case, it's complicated. It's um, different. It's unique for each person. Um, and it's hard to diagnose and give you specific tools. But what helped a lot of women I worked with is... Look, uh, first of all, look at your medications and make sure that you're not taking medications that are not necessary, um, that you're not popping pills um, just because you experience a headache and uh, maybe that headache is because of your poor diet or unaddressed stress or poor sleep, something else, right? So unnecessary medications, please get rid of them and do take antibiotics only in severe cases when you, you know, like traveling to Mexico and you have a diarrhea that just doesn't stop, you know, and there is obviously some very serious uh, infection in your gut or, you know, some bacteria, then uh, take um, antibiotics then. Or when you have um, some condition and you have a fever, uh, like 40 degrees Celsius, right, then take antibiotics. But don't take them every time you have a mild cold or every time, I don't know, you're not sure what's happening. Uh, don't take medications and antibiotics uh, then because especially antibiotics, they are not a good idea for your gut because they literally kill all life in your gut. And when they kill all these beneficial bacteria, uh, you never know what's going to come instead of that. And uh, again, a lot of gut issues, bloating included, happen because of uh, overuse of antibiotics and medications. So whatever medications you take, make sure you are, make sure they are necessary and talk to your doctor. Are they really necessary or there are other solutions we could try to reduce those medications? Um, that's number one. Number two, uh, look at your diet. And if you already have this bloated stomach problem, then eliminate anything and everything, be that supplement or snack or uh, whatever, you know, that product might be. Eliminate everything that has ingredients that are not non-whole food ingredients, not something you're going to have in your kitchen to cook with, right? So every ingredient in whatever product or um, snack or supplement you use, uh, it should be uh, more or less natural when it comes to supplements, minimize those also and use brands that are more natural and use uh, 
clean ingredients and use less ingredients and don't put like 30 ingredients in a protein powder that's supposed to have like maybe two, three ingredients, right? So minimize those foods. And if the problem is really like, you know, bad and you really want to fix it, then eliminate all the stuff except for whole foods from which you're going to cook your daily meals. And so number two, look at all of your foods and snacks and, um, in all of the, again, supplements. And if you're not sure about certain things that you are taking, there is a link in the show notes, guys, a type form where you can ask your questions and also um, let me know about any problem that you might be having and you're not sure how to start addressing it, right? So use this link in the show notes. Uh, It's really short and you just submit your question or your concern and I'm going to give you my answer either on the podcast or via email. So if you do want me to answer you via email, obviously, um, leave your email there. It's not required for to complete the form. Anyhow, so reach out if you have doubts. But yeah, number one, look at the medications and antibiotics and make sure that the one you're taking are necessary. And if they're not necessary, then stop taking them. Antibiotics are really bad news for your gut and it contributes for sure to whatever is happening in your gut. Uh, negative. And oh, look at your products, supplements, uh, foods you eat, make sure that you use and eat simple foods, simple ingredients. Number three, look at the amount of added sugars and processed carbohydrates. So here we have, you know, all the desserts, all the sugar in your coffees or in your bubble teas. Here we have uh, all sorts of bagels and pastries and um bread products and um, anything, you know, pizzas, pastas. Uh, I'm not saying you should forget about all of them forever, but there got to be a balance. And a balance is not having it at every meal. No, the balance is maybe have a piece of bread, natural bread, sourdough that has like three ingredients, water, um, salt, and uh, flour, right? Not like a, not like bread with 20, 30 ingredients. And usually when you get it in average bakery, that's what you're going to get. You know, some pastry that has like 20, 30 ingredients. You think it's only like two, three? No, it's like 20. So anyhow, I'm not saying again that you should forget about all the desserts and all the bread and pasta, but minimize it, create balance. And again, balance is like having a piece of good quality bread for your meal, or maybe a serving, a small serving of pasta at your meal, and having a dessert on Friday or Saturday night, not having sugar at at every one of your meals. That is not balance. That is overdoing it. So it's very important, guys, because sugar, refined carbs, they feed a certain kind of bacteria. And when you overfeed those bacteria and you don't feed the good bacteria that, that eat fiber, then you get the imbalance and there is starts, you know, fermentation happening and all kinds of processes that are not optimal for our gut health. So number three, look at the amount of processed carbs you have in your diet. Number four, that is also related to your gut health, alcohol. Uh, also not great news, you know, uh, overconsumption of alcohol. It is it's been even shown in the latest uh, studies and data coming out that no alcohol is always better than uh, moderate consumption. And when it comes to gut health, when it comes to absorption of vitamins and minerals, when it comes to mental health, 
So uh, if you are really motivated to fix your gut, I would eliminate alcohol for the time being till it is fixed. And then I would try to reintroduce it and see how you do on it. That's the only way to find out whether alcohol works for you or not. You eliminate it for three weeks and then you reintroduce and see how you do. So number four, alcohol. And... Number five, uh, I would look at your hydration. A lot of times, um, women, men don't consume enough water and other hydrating liquids. And for your gut to function properly, eliminating stuff regularly, you need a sufficient amount of water, uh, two liters plus. Uh, And, uh, you know, every morning for me, I drink one liter of water and it's amazing how regular I am, you know, after drinking that water. Everything just goes out. And so start your day with half a liter of water to start, then maybe, you know, build it up to a little bit more because very often, more often than not, people need more, not less, especially in the morning when the body wants to do the elimination. And when the stuff is not eliminated, guess what? It just sits in your gut and, you know, again, fermentation, all the all different processes happen that are not supposed to be happening on a regular basis. So to sum it up, guys, and girls, specifically women, because again, I work with a lot of women and women especially have this bloated stomach problem when they're like, I'm okay everywhere, but not my stomach. It's like I'm pregnant. So five things that you need to look at. Number one, antibiotics and medications. Make sure, again, that you don't overuse them, don't abuse them, and look into minimizing those. Number two, uh, eating all this weird uh, ingredients in all the different, I don't know, snacks and supplements and uh, just a lot of stuff. Clean that up. Number three, refined carbohydrates. They feed certain kind of bacteria and when you overfeed them, they uh, you grow more of those bacteria and you create the state of imbalance in your gut. And on that also, on that subject, add some fiber-rich vegetables, like a pound uh, at least of vegetables and fruit. And then maybe add on top of that some beans that have amazing fibers that feed our gut, uh, you know, in the best possible way. Beans have a lot of prebiotic fibers, much more than any other foods. So, Number three, eliminate processed carbs like flour and bread and sugar in all of your drinks and desserts at every one of your meals, like a piece of candy. It's also a dessert, right? And add a lot, a lot of fibers, fruit and vegetables and lentils and beans. Uh, number four, look at your alcohol consumption. It does affect your gut health. I would suggest if you have a bad gut problem to eliminate it for three weeks and then reintroduce it and see how you do. And number five, guys, Water, drink a lot of it. It is important for your gut health and your whole body health and for your elimination and regularity that contributes a lot to what's happening in your gut and how comfortable you feel there. So here are your five tips to get serious about fixing this gut bloating problem. And if something's confusing and you're still not sure about a couple of points, use the link in the show notes and type in all of your concerns and questions and I'll get back to you or create a special podcast episode based on your specific question or concern. Guys, 
that's it for today uh, so start working on your gut it can be fixed but you need to put in some work and guys thank you for tuning in thank you for listening and till next time eat better daily <laughs>